Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back for season two of the Veronica Edwards Show. Um, So it's been just a little over a year, and we have over a thousand downloads and we're trying to grow on social media. So I just want to always thank all the listeners for continuing to listen and um, allowing us to continue to reach all the streaming platforms because there's like a million out there now. But I'm excited to have our first CPA chat of the season. So for those that have not listened to the show before monthly, we have a segment called CPA Chat featuring fellow CPA, Michelle Try. Say hello, Michelle. Hello. <laughs> and Michelle's amazing over, I don't want to date you, Michelle, over 30 years of accounting experience. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, some close, something around 30. It's, 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 it's fine. It's just a number. It's just a number. But I say that because she's an accounting god in this area. So I'm always asking Michelle questions. Thankful for her input because the CPA chats really allow us to discuss financial topics for nonprofits and for-profit small businesses um, that everybody can benefit from. And it's totally free. So again, welcome back, Michelle. And I always have to plug um, Michelle's business, Michelle Trost CPA, C-F-E-P-L-L-C. And you could check her out at MichelleTrostCPA.com. And Michelle, you're 10 years old, aren't you? I thought you just called me 30 or at least over 30. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> your, your business, your babies. <laughs> My baby. Yes, the business. Yes, we we are uh, in our 10th year, which is super, super exciting. So, oh, I, we have to have a show just on that because I'm only, I'm four and a half. <laughs> so I'm almost in elementary school. So I have all kind of questions. Um, I think that would be a great topic for those listening when you're kind of scaling up your business. Once you get over that five-year hump and you're approaching 10 years, that's huge. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And and you you too are, are big. You're almost five. I'm almost five. <laughs> I remember taking my son to kindergarten two years ago at five. And now I'm like, where did the time go? It flies by. It does. Well, well, let's jump into today's discussion, which is all about outsourcing accounting services. And this is what gives us our livelihood is folks that are outsourcing their accounting function for their business. But we know that this could be a tricky area. We've seen it work with some of our clients and we've seen it not work. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, just from the very get-go, just describing or defining what is outsourced accounting services, I think most folks can relate to 
say outsourcing IT services, right? Because exactly. we don't all have the expertise <laughs> that mm-hmm. we want to have, uh, technically speaking. And so we outsource that kind of assistance with someone who is an expert, so to speak, in that area. But but maybe not somebody I need to actually hire or on my team, be on my payroll, so to speak, to constantly be at my beck and call, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's that's an expert that I'm going to hire. And, and sometimes we think of it in payroll services. A lot of folks do outsource their payroll, but accounting services is really a huge area that has taken off in this area of outsourcing. And, and again, for the same reasons that we just talked about with IT services, there's a whole lot of advantages and some you know, as we've mentioned, there may be some not so great advantages or maybe it works or maybe it doesn't. But what it is literally is just, you know, hiring somebody who's an expert in that area to take over what might be something that you're not very good at as a business owner or Mm -hmm. you don't have time for to actually physically do these processes, these transactions, these operations for you on, say, a contract basis, as opposed to having all that overhead cost of having them on your team, part of your staff, all the payroll uh, benefits, et cetera, uh, that that you don't need. Um, You don't maybe need them at your beck and call, but this person can do all those transactions for you, maintain your accounting transactions, your accounting system, do all the financial reporting, et cetera, that you need for your organization. Yeah. And I think you hit it on the head with some of the misconceptions of it being just IT. Um, And also with that, a lot of people think it's like offshore somewhere, like these people are like in a a room somewhere on the other side of the world. And you can outsource accounting services and have people physically come to your office from time to time or be virtual. That's right. You know, I mean, there are some organizations out there, admittedly, that do have this outsourced accounting if you will, that is overseas. Um, if if that's good for you and that works for you, great. But you know, here, for example, in Western North Carolina, uh, locally here, you know, we are local to you, so we can do these services virtually, which mm-hmm. is great, and still be you know two miles away, or we can arrange to be on site. Um, you know, for a specific day, period of time, a few hours, a, a month, every, you know, so many months, once a year, whatever it is that you need. Uh, but we don't have to be, you know, at your office or at your location 40 hours a week, you know, all year long. Absolutely. And I came from that traditional, you know, I've worked for Milwaukee Electric Tool. I've worked for Rubbermaid. I mean, these accounting departments were huge. Like you right. have like 30 people in accounting department and five managers. And yeah, for some of these Fortune 500 companies, it's hundreds of millions of dollars, sure. Um, But some businesses that are, you know, under 10 million, and they're still possibly look not, I mean, they're sophisticated uh, financial system, but they're not as complicated. You can have some in-house folks that have kind of been homegrown bookkeepers, but you don't necessarily need that experienced CPA 40 hours a week, which makes me laugh because when I worked at corporate, I was like, what is my boss doing all day? You know, like <laughs> a, a lot of their time was in meetings. So when you eliminate the meetings and it really comes down to closing the books, mm-hmm. working on the budget, getting mm-hmm. strategic plans when there are loan applications, you know, just someone when you want that level of expertise, right. when you shake it all out, it's not 40 hours a week. And it's definitely not um, burdened with health benefits and right. other um, W-2 employee benefits um, that you 
you can reap the benefits from outsourcing the accounting services. So that leads me jumping right into benefits of outsourced accounting. And definitely, like we just hit on, you can access expert advice. You know, so when you're teaming up with a firm, you can feel confident that you have a qualified person um, that's totally unbiased. You know, so sometimes you have that just from people who have been with the business for years. Oh, yeah. Don't let it be a family business. You definitely feel like, oh, I'm pulled in all these um, directions. So to have somebody that's an expert and unbiased is a huge benefit. Yeah, I totally agree. And you also mentioned before, you know, the idea of it doesn't have to be just one thing. There is a benefit to outsourcing your accounting in in multitudes of ways. Yes, you can, to your point, if it's a small organization, maybe they have somebody already on their team sort of handling the deposits on a regular basis, cutting the checks, you know, transacting some, some of the basic everyday transactions. Great. And then maybe you need that additional layer, sort of a senior manager, sort of the um, CPA level, if you will, maybe a, a controller. Maybe they, they don't need a controller full time, but maybe it's just part time or on a contract basis. So it can be everything from the CFO controller level to transactional accounting bookkeeping level. So so it's, it's really sort of a not a one size fits all kind of a model, but you can create with your contract accounting firm, you know, what that's going to be for you. And, and in doing that, you get the benefit of this expert who also understands all that's happening out in the world, the compliance mm-hmm. requirements, you know, things change so quickly and the, mm-hmm. the laws and the, and what's important, what's relevant, you know, you really need to you need an expert to help you stay on top of all of that. Um, and, and it's just it's important to know as these things change, as rules or laws change, that that you are staying current, that you are staying up to speed. And it will also help reduce your costs in terms of tax compliance at the end of the year. Yes. So you as an organization, um, if you don't need that CPA or that contract controller um, on your team 40 hours a week, you focus on what you do best. You make the thing or provide the service and the folks around you are helping you to do that. And yet you need somebody doing those transactions. Great. But you then need that person to kind of come in, wrap it all together, help you, okay. as you said, maybe apply for a loan, maybe uh, show you how to read and interpret your financial statements so you understand what's happening in your business, yes. get all that together and then help you with actually getting with your tax preparer at the Mm -hmm. end of the fiscal year and making sure that the tax preparer has everything that they need to actually prepare the taxes. Now, you know, tax work, we we love our tax preparers. It's a huge specialty. Mm -hmm. We want them to prepare your tax return expertly, which is what they do. Mm -hmm. And they don't need to be spending time kind of creating the financial framework statements. We want them spending their time helping you do tax planning and tax advising for your organization or your business. So that's, that's another benefit I think of having this outsourced CPA outsourced contract controllers, you know, role helping you in your organization. Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of times people are a little nervous to relinquish that control. I think that It's been a traditional mentality that I need you here. I need to be supervising you. But a lot of times when you get to this level of expertise, 
if you don't have anybody internally that has a, a CPA or an accounting background, you really can't supervise that team the way you need to. So it's so important to make sure that you have the right fit. And then also, again, this is going to reduce business costs. You don't have to worry about setting up an employee, providing health benefits, mm-hmm. unemployment claims, all of that that is um, encompassed with having employees. And you don't have to, when you're a contractor, they're responsible for their materials. They have their own computer. They have their staff. Um, you know, also, you're not directly right. supervising them. So again, right. it just takes that off your shoulders. I think about a lot for small businesses, another um, area that they outsource a lot is advertising and marketing. Yeah. You know, I have somebody now that's helping me with my social media. I'm like, do it. I have no (laughs) desire to supervise you (laughs) in that area. And I think that's a lot of times with accounting. I definitely hear with a lot, a lot of small business owners, they already have so many insecurities with their own personal finances and they want to be educated. And they want to learn about it, but they just are so busy in their business. They don't know, you know, which way they're going half the time. So I feel like, again, that's a huge benefit um, being able to access somebody outside of your business. And then I also like, um, Michelle, what you said about compliance. I've been working with more nonprofits lately. Well, there's so much compliance, you know, when you're dealing with restricted grants and funds that are coming in. So you definitely want to make sure um, that you have someone with the expertise to really keep you out of any type of IRS or just any type of issues in general when it comes to your finances. That, that's exactly correct. And, and I, I love the, the comparison you made to advertising and marketing. I, I chuckled because I too <laughs> have someone <laughs> helping me with my social media. And, um, and you know, we need that. We need that expertise. Yep. You know, it's funny when you talk about a business, there are so many ways that we outsource so many of our functions on a mm-hmm. regular basis and we don't mm-hmm. even realize it. Exactly. I mean, as a business owner, you may or, you know, go into the restroom and have to plunge a few toilets. That's that's fine. You may do that. But maybe plumbing is not your area of expertise, but you hire a plumber. So, again, we're outsourcing. We don't even realize. We don't think about it. We're outsourcing, you know, all these technical skills. Well, accounting it is the same. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's something that needs to be demystified, which is, I believe, what we're, what we're hoping to do here with your listeners is to demystify this idea of outsourcing the accounting function. I agree with you. A lot of people, you know, think, well, accounting, that's it's private. It's it's special. It's it needs to stay close to the vest, so to speak. I need to be in control of that. Uh-huh. And and you can still be in control of it. And you need to make sure that you're hiring a reputable outsourced expert who, you know, will keep your information confidential, of course, but but it's not something that maybe you do very well. Exactly. You know, you want to hire someone who is better at it than you are, who can help guide you and say, you know, this, the, you're spending a lot of money on buying these items when you probably could spend a little less, or maybe you need to spend more money in this area that's going to make it more profitable for you. Just someone to point those things out to you because because you're busy, you know, you're running an organization, you're running a business. So, so do hire those experts and make sure that you find you know, the right solution for you. There are just so many uh, benefits that that we've just mentioned and so many that we haven't mentioned in Mm -hmm. keeping the the accounting outsourced in your organization. Yeah, Michelle and I was talking about definitely having a part two 
to this discussion, and it's exactly for that. There's so many benefits, but we definitely want to make sure we talk about the challenges yes. because not always is outsourced accounting a good fit for a business. So the first thing, of course, is you know building a solution together. Um, when Michelle and I first get clients, of course, we have a consultation, we give them a contract on services, but we know there's no such thing as one size fits all. We have to get a couple of months under our belt to really understand okay, what are those key performance indicators? You know, like what are some of these organizational things that they just know that we don't know? And so again, we like to tell folks our contract is a working document, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it exactly. is fluid. It is fluid. So with that being said, you know, you often, you know, us as accounting contract firms, we give an estimate, we say what we think it's going to be, but it does take a little bit of time. So we do want to prepare folks that are going to work with the outsourced accounting firm. Give it a few months, you know, give it some time to figure out how communication is going to work. How, how are they going to access your systems? Does it work more to talk on the phone or virtual or face to face? So that's where you just really want to make sure that you convey to the client that, okay, this is the cost for now. This is what we're going to do for you. But it's up to also identify some areas that are working that's not working. It's, it shouldn't just be, oh, you're the expert accounting firm. Now fix everything in my business. It's, it's just an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned, you know, institutional knowledge. So while I, you know, a client wants to hire, say, our firm to help them, um, yeah, we can jump right in there and get started. There are some basic things we already know and we can do in terms of expectations we already have about how things, all accounting things work. But we don't know your organization yet. Mm -hmm. We need time, like you said, to, to understand how you do things. We need time to understand the, the secret sauce recipe, <laughs> if mm -hmm. you will, and, and the players, the people. Um, everyone has a different communication style. Everyone likes to work differently. So it, do, it does take a, a little while to kind of build in those kind of norms, if you will. Um, and, you know, I get that question a lot too. Well, can you tell me how much is it going to cost me? I, I can tell you how much we charge, but I don't know and can't tell you how yep. much this particular project is going to cost you because until I get in there, which I make it a point, by the way, to to really make sure, but until I have a signed engagement letter in place, I'd, I don't want to be in a potential client's uh, set of books or know any exactly. of their. Exactly. Yeah, it's proprietary information to them. Yes. So until I have a, sl a signed engagement letter in place, then once I do, I can get in and say, oh, okay, uh, this will be approximately this long to do this piece or approximately this long to do that piece. Mm -hmm. But I can't really tell them off the off the bat, really, you know, exactly how much it's going to cost. And and I know that's frustrating, but that's mm -hmm. because like you said, it's a work in process. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I had to learn that as a business owner providing estimates, I had a mentor of mine where I would say that like, well, how much do you charge for this? Or do you charge that? And she's like, Veronica, you just can't tell them and exact about. And I'm so used to being black and white corporate mm -hmm. world. Like, what are you talking about? And she says, every company is different. So that is a tip also for business owners, regardless if you're in the arts, if you're in business, if you're in advertising and marketing, when you're working with your customers, unless you know, without a shadow of a doubt, it's going to mm -hmm. take you this long at this rate, 
it always seems like once you get locked into an amount and then everything kind of just goes to kaput because you'll find out, oh, they have a thousand transactions. They told me they only had one bank account. I just assumed they had a hundred transactions, you know, like, and all these different things can come up. So definitely make sure that you're working with your outsourced accounting firm and that you guys are being totally transparent that mm-hmm. you're communicating with each other because another challenge that I hear a lot of times is that clients feel like they're abandoned after that engagement letter is signed or after the contract is signed. So you want to make sure that you guys, you know, understand what's the expectation even for communication, you know, because right. I let my clients know in the consultation, my expectation is that you respond to me in 48 hours. I don't even expect 24 hours, but in order for me to close your books, in order for me to, to do my job, I can't keep sending you follow-up emails. Right. No. So I need, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So I always let people know that off the, off the bat. And I can also tell when I'm engaging with a client, a potential client, if they're slow to respond to me, if they don't show up to the consultation, I almost mm-hmm. ask them after that. And I hate to be so cold, but that is a sign, is indicative of what the relationship will be like for the rest of the time that you're working with them. Yeah. And you, you're you absolutely correct. I mean, you I'm only going to want to send follow-up emails, uh, you know, only so much, right? And just making sure that if I'm not getting the response I think I need or deserve, obviously, you know, I'm going to struggle with that relationship. And by the same token, my clients should feel the same way. And so you're right. It is a two way street for sure. And communication style is imperative. Absolutely. Well, Michelle, I think you're right that we might need a part two (laughs) to this outsourced accounting because we definitely address the definition, the benefits and just some challenges. Uh, But we definitely also want to hit on maybe outsourced accounting is not a good fit. So let's definitely make sure that we do a part two to this outsourced accounting um, conversation because it's very important. And we know that in 2022, that's where we're going to now is that we're not going to have all these employees in-house providing this expertise. Exactly. So again, Michelle, welcome back to season two. Thank you so much for continuing this CPA monthly chat with me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. Congratulations on season two and your 1000 downloads. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you again to all the listeners for tuning in. Please come back next week, same time, same place, 10 a.m. on Wednesdays. And you can listen to things, all things, sorry, Viz Radio on vizradio.us. See you next time or chat with you next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.